Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, pleased to be with you today and uh, out doing a little uh, road work. Yesterday, we were at the world-famous Baylor Club. Today, we are at the world-famous uh, Kaufman County, Texas, in Kaufman proper, right there across from the square. And uh, I am uh, broadcasting from uh, my father's uh, uh, law office of all places, and um, this is kind of where I grew up hanging out, so it's kind of surreal to be back here, but I have uh, secured, Aaron, a, uh, a, a office. Uh, in fact, uh, I think somebody had the day off today, and I appreciate uh, Siobhan, uh, my dad's assistant, for, uh, I don't know if she knew she was going to be lending her office to me, but uh, I have taken over her office, and uh, I, you know, I don't know, Aaron, it's, it's, uh, I've spent a lot of time at this law office over the years. I've worked in a law office uh, for my dad and for other lawyers at other uh, places. So I fear they may put me to work back here. May have to do some filing. Um, I think I noticed some of the some of the filing I'd done from uh, years before. I used to used to have to like redo legal leaflets or whatever they were and kind of uh, re put things in binders when they would come in. They were kind of like addendums. So I'm having flashbacks back to high school or whenever I was doing that. But uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're proud to be with you. Now, I am in my hometown. Obviously, I, I love coming down here to visit my parents and friends and everybody, but also uh, Aaron, this is the 75th anniversary of the Lions Club uh, having the Little League, Little League Baseball here in Kaufman, and I have been asked to uh, to speak this evening. So uh, we'll be having some fun, telling some stories. And uh, Aaron, I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping it's been long enough now where perhaps I can pretend that I was a really good Little League player and uh, and can <laughs> can maybe present it as I, I accomplished a lot of things. Played a played a fair second base, can remember some errors. Uh, not real great with the bat, better with the hands and uh, that kind of thing. But I did at some point was uh, was promoted from the outfield and was able to spend a little time in the infield uh, with my father always coaching us. And uh, I think I can remember uh, Coach Pinson, had been, I think, was it Bob Pinson or Bill Pinson? Bob Pinson, I think. Anyway, um, uh, so it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see a lot of uh, familiar faces over the years as we get ready to uh, celebrate 75 years of Little League right here in Kaufman, Texas. Aaron, did you, there in uh, McLennan County or the greater Waco area, did you play Little League Baseball, was that a, was that a part of your uh, a rite of passage for you? Absolutely, and I was a pretty good pitcher. I hurt my arm uh, when I was 12, which is not the greatest time when you're playing Little League, but before that, I was a pretty good pitcher. 
Well, I mean, what, I guess Tommy John surgery had not been invented uh, at that point. I mean, could we have uh, worked on your tendon a little bit? Were you uh, were you able to? Um, did you throw some junk at all, or were you too young for that? Were you just trying to throw as hard as you could? I, I'm left-handed, so I could get movement on the ball without doing a lot, like by gripping the ball differently with the seams. I could get it to move in and out. Um, so I didn't have to do a lot, but I didn't throw like a typical curveball, no. You know, it was, uh, it used to be, and I guess it still is, it was thought that if your kid was left-handed, uh, you know, you really wanted to accentuate that and promote that. And, and basically it was kind of, it may not be like that anymore, but do you remember the time when it was kind of like, if you, if you could throw like 75 or 80, uh, and I'm talking about as a 12 year old, but if you could. If you could throw even just 65 or whatever, uh, and you were left-handed, it just was a whole different, the level of respect and the, you know, you could just go, it was, uh, the, the, your path was a little clearer if you could be a lefty like that. So, Aaron, I'm sorry about the injury. I'm sorry that happened. Now, when I was in Little League, I may bring this up tonight, I'm going to work out some of my speech. Uh, not really a speech, we're just going to visit, but... Aaron, Ricky Hitt was from Crandall, and uh, I bet Ricky's still around somewhere. But he, you know, it was just like there's always an older kid who threw it so much harder than everybody else. And and you just all you were looking to do against him was just try to walk. And he would, uh, I mean, I again, we were probably 10 or 11 years old, and Ricky Hitt could hum it. It was just scary how fast he could throw. Now, he may have peaked out as a 12-year-old. I don't know. I didn't really follow the rest of his career. But at age 12, he could bring it at a way higher speed than most. The other thing I remember is, and of course, to this day, I think it, it annoys him, but one of my best friends, we would play against each other, and he was the pitcher, and his name was Kevin Cox. And, of course, I was up there just trying to get on any way I could, mainly because I knew my chances of actually making really good contact were not great. So I tended to, you know, now, Aaron, you know the rules about you, you, you've got to at least try to make an attempt to get out of the way of a ball. I mean, you can't. <clears throat> now, you can kind of stand your ground to a certain extent and take your walk. Uh, like if you throw it at your back, you can kind of take that. So they don't really call that. But I, Aaron, there's a chance I was like leaning all the way out over the plate, and, and the, the umpire would always give it to me, give me the base, <laughs> and it was just extremely maddening uh, to uh, to Kevin and his, uh, his his the manager that coach of that team was his dad, Kenny Cox. So it uh, it was uh, it was very maddening. Aaron, we may just. Why don't we just spend the rest of the day telling our little league stories? I think that I think people would uh, I think people would love that. Text in your little league stories. By the way, let us know where you played little league baseball. Um, I would say that Waco is one of the great little league areas anywhere because for years, Aaron, I even kind of remember this when I was a kid. Now, when we advanced to regionals in little league, or maybe it was pony leagues, but I think it was little league. Um, we would go to Waxahachie from Kaufman. I got hurt there one night and remember my dad racing me home. I got a ball. I got my thumb. Uh, the pitcher pitched inside. I think his name was Bryant Mumphrey. And I lost that thumbnail. 
don't know if you've ever had that happen to you, Aaron. It the ball hit the thumb directly, and so the the thumb immediately thumbnail immediately went black, and so you had to go find a way. We had to wake our our doctor uh, friend up in the middle of the night. You could do that in a small town, and and he or I think we'd alerted him perhaps that we were coming in hot, and he took a paper clip and he and he he heated it like scalding hot and then place that on the, the the thumbnail to make a hole in the thumbnail and let the pressure all come out. Have you ever had anything happen to you like that, Aaron? No, I've seen it, and I know what you're talking Does about, that, but luckily okay. uh, yeah. it's not happening. It doesn't look like a lot of fun. Okay, okay. Uh-uh. It's, it wasn't fun. It was. I may have been hollering the entire way home. I was probably about... 10 or 11 years old or something like that so it was not it was not fun uh but uh but waco is i just remember it used to host aaron correct me if i'm wrong i think it was like the state little league championship and then i i would say even people from outside the state used to come and compete and play in waco and then uh outside of waco now i wish i could think of the name it's not rogers but one of those communities it's not her either i don't think toward college station there's now a huge uh you know unbelievable uh facility for outdoor baseball fields and just a ton of those i mean you would be shocked aaron i don't know if you've heard of what i'm talking about but somebody um listening can text in and, and you'll know what i'm talking about it's one of those areas between waco and college station and they have built up this just gorgeous complex of baseball diamonds and and uh uh areas and all that kind of stuff workout stuff so you know what's interesting to me is baseball wise aaron it's like there's still kids still play baseball and love baseball but there's some kind of disconnect with the major leagues because major league baseball is not even close to what it used to be as far as people's passion for it and yet i do still think that and again, I know kids play soccer and and but but now if your kid's pretty decent and everybody thinks their kid's pretty decent, um, they have travel ball. Now I don't think I would have ever qualified for such a thing. Um, you know, I don't think we didn't have that offered in in Kaufman growing up. But that's uh, it's it's amazing, Aaron, and it happens with travel volleyball and of course it happens with AAU basketball. But I I would say. That the avenue for people that just really don't have, um, uh, you know, a, a, a large income, the avenue in baseball is really tougher than ever, and I would think that's the disconnect, which has um, uh, is 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 why pe- is not as many people are playing baseball. Uh, you've seen it with uh, baseball, you know. The, Clayton Kershaw in the Dallas area has tried to create more ways for inner city kids to play baseball and have more access to it. But baseball seems to have all sorts of inherent barriers uh, that 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 basically kids from inner city schools are not signing up and playing baseball um, like maybe they once were. But uh, anyway, I, I would say th- I would say that would be good uh, to continue. Working on that, it is the Matt Mosley Show. It is ESPN Central Texas. And we have a huge, we have a treat for you. Um, at 420 today, and uh, you're one of the greatest legends in Baylor history, if not the greatest legend, the uh, Grant Taff is going to join us. And uh, I was able to uh, 
to catch up with, with Grant actually earlier today. And he is being honored for a place where he both played as a player. And in 1960 to 65, he was the head coach at McMurray. There's some fascinating stories that go along with that. And there's this huge thing that McMurray is doing to honor uh, Coach Taff. And so we're going to tell you all about that. And then uh, it, it was there was perfect symmetry for this because Coach Taff married a Texas Tech cheerleader, Donnell, the, the beautiful Donnell Taff. And, uh, and so it, it's, it's really fun how this worked out. He now has a couple of grandsons uh, that are associated with the Texas Tech football program as well. And so at 5 o'clock today, uh, Aaron, we're going to have Joey McGuire. So all our, this is a calling all Texas Tech fans. This would be the time to kind of set your clocks and be ready for uh, 5 o'clock. And we're going to, uh, we're going to have Joey on and, uh, and talk about what he's doing at Texas Tech, spring football, all of that that's going on. Joey, uh, has, uh, through his time at Baylor, got to know Joey really well and, and, uh, just think the world of him. And I know sometimes Baylor people are like, well, he's at Tech now, you know, but, but still, we like Joey. Come on. And, uh, and, and that'll be fun. And I just think it's always good because, uh, Aaron, I would say our Texas Tech listeners are growing by the day. Some of that has to do with that MCC program where you can be a Texas Tech graduate and never leave Waco. And uh, that's not a bad thing. I mean, I, 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 uh, uh, you know, if you just love Central Texas like a lot of us do and you're not dying to go out to West Texas to Lubbock, I kind of like Lubbock, but, uh, but I understand not everybody does. And so now you can get one of those degrees at MCC uh, and and basically never leave town. Now, I think you should be forced, Aaron, to go walk and, and, and get your diploma and graduate from do that in Lubbock. Okay? If you're going to call yourself a Texas Tech graduate, which I think is great, um, I do think you should at least go to graduation in Lubbock, Texas, do you like my rule, Aaron? And I don't know if that's a rule or not, but I'm I'm trying to institute that. No, some people just can't. I mean, a lot of people that take online courses do that because they have families and can't make the trip to Lubbock. Well, I didn't know you were going to get all serious with me. I was just kind of having <laughs> some. <laughs> Matt, uh, people, people can't travel out there. I get <laughs> Oh my goodness! Aaron's just like mad. People can't afford that. I mean, I was just sitting here talking about <laughs> trying to make baseball. You're making me feel bad. Uh, if you can't make it out to graduation, Aaron and I are going to start sending people out there. But uh, no, no, it's a, it's a, it's a fun place. It's a fun town, and it's an easy place to get around. I would say Lubbock, Texas, which sits on a grid, and if you can get to Indiana Street. Or Illinois Street, you can just kind of get anywhere, and everything's kind of laid out like you need it to be. And then there may be a loop of some sort, but I would say getting around uh, getting around Lubbock is not that hard. So we got Joey McGuire. So get your Texas Tech football questions ready. Like if you're if you're wondering about the quarterback situation out there, uh, they had that kid that transferred in from Oregon, and uh, uh, Shuck, I believe, was his name. They've had some guys transfer out, but uh, we'll ask uh, 
We'll ask uh, Joey about the quarterback room in Lubbock, kind of see how that's going. They've got a new offense coordinator. Kitley is his name. He's an air raid guy, so it should be a good fit for uh, Lubbock. And then DeRuiter, who um, used to be, I believe, at Texas A&M. Tim DeRuiter was a head coach, and he's going to be the defensive coordinator for Joey out there. So uh, lots of fun stuff we can talk about involving those Texas Tech Red Raiders. But at this point, it's time to get ready to talk to the great one. Grant Taft joins us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear this evening with increasing clouds overnight. There's just a weak front that moves through. Could see a few sprinkles, nothing major. Low temperatures fall to 53 degrees and then a beautiful weekend. Mostly sunny on Saturday, 81 and mostly sunny, even warmer on Sunday and 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Interesting hire, had a tremendous run, as you said. Very impressive. But that's funny, uh, Aaron, did you say it went back to like 2012 or 2015? I find it interesting that these schools sometimes when they're kind of like, ah, who are we going to hire? They're like, well, Steve Prom was pretty good here, <laughs> you know, like seven, eight years ago. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. 
Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Xavier made a basket with 3.1 seconds left to beat Texas A&M 73 to 72 for the NIT Championship. Pro Bowl Bobby Wagner has signed a five-year, $50 million deal with the L.A. Rams. Dallas Mavericks at Washington tonight. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Mavericks have already locked up a playoff spot. Women's Final Four tonight. Louisville and South Carolina tip at 6 o'clock. And UConn and Stanford will tip at 8.30. Baylor softball has a weekend series with Oklahoma State starting tonight at 6.30. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. And Baylor baseball also has a home series with ETSU this weekend starting tonight. First pitch at 6.30. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. So proud to be joined by uh, Baylor legend, longtime Baylor uh, football coach, Grant Taff. And uh, we've got some exciting news to discuss today. But Coach Taff, uh, it's always great to have you on. And it was fun, Lane, and I would see on social media, you and Mrs. Taff, uh, we're at a lot of these uh, great basketball games this year, a lot of exciting things. But, uh, uh, Grant, some people are calling this the uh, the year of the bear. Uh, I, I guess it had to be fun for you to watch the, the football team win a Big 12 championship and then, of course, uh, the, uh, the basketball team win a Big 12 championship. It's been a, it's been a great run for, uh, for Baylor Athletics. Well, it has been, and, and the thing that uh... – I'm very pleased about is the way they they got there, uh, the kind of individuals that are coaching our teams, uh, the character that that they all have, and then they bring that uh, to their recruiting. And if you bring it to your recruiting, then you're going to bring it to your team. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people sort of overlook that, but uh, uh, anytime you're able to win, uh, on on a, in a good program, a good level, uh, you, you've got to have men, not only uh, or women, uh, of athletic uh, skills and talents, but you have to have uh, those that, that have character and those that have um, uh, intent, you know, uh, on the college level, an intent to graduate is, is extremely important. Uh, a lot of folks don't realize that uh, they, they look at our athletes and they don't think of them as students, but every one of uh, our athletes at Baylor and all these institutions are students. And uh, they have to be in class, they have to go to labs, they have to do all of those things. And if they don't, they're not going to be around. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's a, a part of college athletics that's sometimes overlooked. And uh, I, I can say that I think Baylor as uh, one of the best programs uh, to assist their student-athletes with academics. Uh, They have great counseling. They have uh, great advisors uh, that uh, advise the students and are there for them. They're very meticulous. The coaches are 
about uh, they're going to class. They make sure that, uh, you know, nobody slips under the radar screen and misses uh, three weeks of classes, and then it's over. <laughs> you know, that, uh, that academic opportunity yeah. is gone. So well. uh, it, it's, uh, it's a double-headed job, you know, obviously on the college level, the pros. Uh, you, you hire somebody, and your job is to coach them. But on the collegiate level, uh, you have to make sure that they're the kind of uh, student that the university wants to have. They're the kind of uh, individual student that has character that represents uh, each of the universities. And, and that's a challenge in today's society. Mm-hmm. But, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a multifaceted job. A lot of people, uh, you know, that just look at coaching as well. You, uh, one time a lady said to my wife, it must be great to be married to a man that only has to work three hours a week on Saturday. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and Donnell, Donnell said, well, you're so right. <laughs> she just went with it. <laughs> but anyway, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's a full-time, um, you know, absolutely 24-hour-a-day job, uh, you know, coaching and taking uh, responsibility of young people uh, at that age, and uh, making sure they're they're sticking to their uh, guns. You know, it's uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, you brought up those advisors. Uh, Texas Tech. Joey McGuire is now the head coach at Texas Tech. Came from Baylor. Yes. You, as you know, and uh, they just hired one of those uh, from Baylor. One of those athletic advisors for the, or you know, academic advisors for the athletics program away from Baylor and uh I know they uh, I know they've also hired uh one of your grandsons which is kind of exciting and uh I, I saw that coach Taff and I thought you know what it, it, there's some symmetry there because uh many moons ago uh you were at Texas Tech on yep. staff yourself and at one point yep. uh I think uh, Texas Tech would have liked to have hired you as its head coach at some point along the way so I thought yep, that was kind of neat yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of neat that uh, uh, you you may have tried to talk your grandchildren out of the family business, but I guess you didn't. This this uh, this grandson we're talking about uh, is it Jake? Uh, I guess we weren't we weren't able to Josh talk him out of it. Is uh, Josh uh, works uh, there with Joy and, and uh, Josh Bookbinder is his name. That's our oldest daughter's son, and uh, he is the linebacker coach uh, there at Texas Tech. Uh, very, very proud of him. I'm going to have uh, Joey McGuire on the program this afternoon, and I'm going to ask oh, him great. to start. Yeah. Well, Joey's the winner. Uh, I just think Tech, uh, you know, hit a jackpot because Joey is so uh, highly respected uh, in the state of Texas. A lot of uh, folks come in and, and take jobs in the state of Texas, and they don't realize how important a relationship with the Texas high school coaches it uh, happens to be. And uh, so, of course, Joy is one of them. He came up through the ranks, and uh, he's greatly respected. And uh, it's a, it was an asset to him here at Baylor, and it will be an asset at Tech. And all I can say is better keep an eye on those Red Raiders. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Oh, you're not going to get me saying wreck them or anything like that, uh, you know, but uh, that's uh, very exciting, though, for your family and those grandsons yeah. to be out there and get involved in that. Talking to 
Coach Grant Taff, uh, and uh, we obviously love him here, the Baylor family. But, Coach Taff, uh, another really cool thing is happening at a place where you both played and coached. Uh, in fact, it was your first head coaching job uh, yeah. all those years ago, 1960 to 1965. You were right there at McMurray. And uh, there, there were, I would say, you packed a lot of uh, memories into those five years. And then, of course, when you played there. Uh, but, the, but the great news that's coming down the pike is that uh, they are going to, in the heart of the campus, be putting up a Grant Taft Plaza. And Coach Taft, as I understand it, this will be a statue will be there. And it will also be a place to, to remember and reflect uh, on uh, quite a harrowing event in your life and the lives of your players a crash landing i was just reading up on this 1963 that everybody right. thank god was able to survive um yep. grant uh, uh, everybody's lives would have changed if that had gone a different route but uh first of all congrats on that great honor and uh what uh what does that mean to you to to have mcmurray all these years later uh, uh, honor you in this way? Well, you know, I have been really uh, blessed in my career and my lifetime to uh, receive a lot of very nice recognition. Uh, you know, college football, Hall of Fame, uh, you know, all the coaching recognition I've had. But this happens to be uh, very special to me uh, because uh, my career tied in there with the plane crash that we had in 1963. It was a crash landing, uh, uh, belly landing, uh, and uh, we had plane problems, and uh, they had to take it in for a belly landing, and uh, we hit the runway, and the left engine uh, exploded uh, when it hit the runway, and so the plane was literally engulfed in flames, but it was on the outside. It was sort of superficial flames that uh, didn't have any effect on anybody <laughs> inside, except I'm sure scared us all to death, you know, <laughs> when you're engulfed in flames, but it's outside of you. So, you know, that that was a, quite an experience, and it had a, had a very profound effect on my life because you know, uh, at a young age, and I was still a very young coach at that time. Uh, that was in 1963, and so what? It, what it does, uh, you know, it really makes you realize that uh, uh, you're not invincible. That you know that there are things that can happen to you that you have no control over. So you be better. You better be ready for every aspect of life. And so it it brought to me. Uh, an aspect of, of coaching that I was now unafraid uh, to say publicly and make it public uh, is uh, our uh, spiritual development of my players. Because all of us, you know, as we have been given this gift of life from God, uh, are three aspects, and that is physical. We're all physical. We're all, we have mental capacity, and we are spiritual. And so uh, any one of those three that you leave off in development, I believe, uh, leaves you uh, less developed. So uh, I began to, from a, a coach's way, to make sure that our players understood 
the importance of their spiritual development. And so it wasn't any, you know, big uh, 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 newsy thing, but it was a, it was something that I became very public about and made sure that uh, I was unafraid to uh, make that stand that, and my players knew it. And so it, uh, it added something very important to, to my life and uh, hopefully to those that I had the opportunity to coach. Well, over the years, talking to Coach Taff and uh, the big honor coming up at uh, McMurray where Coach Taff played and then where he went on to coach, uh, and and uh, what a what a great honor that is the Grant Taft Plaza, and I'm sure they'll uh, honor Donnell too for because she's been such an enormous part of of your life and uh, uh, the the entire family. It, it's just uh, but it's a remarkable time in your life. There you are in Abilene. I was even looking at it, Coach. Uh, there were there were players on that plane that day that uh, when y'all survived that. Uh, had had studied right down the road you know you were from Snyder another player on that team who ended up becoming a longtime professional coach uh, coach Markham he was one of your players I think he was your quarterback and then uh, and then I believe it was um, Ken Deckard who was the first African-American athlete to be you know to be on the football team there at uh, McMurray so I mean there were a lot of interesting personalities and people on that team that went on to do very interesting things in life. And, uh, and I, I just think, um, Grant, you know, we, if you hadn't had that interesting experience at McMurray, uh, and, and all through those years, we probably wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have been the coach you were at Baylor, uh, starting you know, in 1972. You hit the nail on the head. I, I think it certainly, uh, became a very important part of my uh, coaching philosophy. Uh, you know that I understood now through having experienced that that uh, uh, life is a gift, and it's very very short. Uh, no matter uh, how long you live it on this earth, uh, life is short for a human being. And uh, then what we have to do is we make the most of it. And, and the thing for me that it changed was that, you know, I was all about our physical development, all about being the best and toughest uh, uh, athlete that you could be on a football field and and, and track as well as I coached track. But that experience um, made me understand thoroughly that we're we're more than just uh, uh, physical machines uh, as human beings. Uh, We're mental and we are physical and we are spiritual. Yeah, it's uh, it's a great message, and uh, and and I cannot wait to go check out when I'm in Abilene and uh, check out this new plaza. I know they were very excited. I saw on social media yesterday on Twitter the camera crew that came in. They were very excited to be with you, and uh, so it's pretty neat uh, that uh, all these years later, that at a place like McMurray still understands the incredible impact you had there and uh grant along the way i mean my gosh texas tech mcmurray angelo state i mean you've had a lot of uh you've had a lot of experiences at at uh at different places so it's really kind of fun to uh to look back on it all i, I love the yeah, story don't, hey, don't forget yeah. lubbock high school uh, <laughs> that was my first coaching job i was assistant coach at lubbock high school 
And that's where I saw that cheerleader through my binoculars. I'd gone out to Tech to watch a game to learn football, and when the cheerleaders led the team on the field, uh, I was watching through my binoculars, and I've got to tell you, baby, I didn't see one play of that game. I watched that cheerleader the whole game. And I met her, <laughs> and I married her. And so that sweet Donnell of mine, uh, we've been together since those uh, years, many years ago, and she's been a vital part of everything that I've done in my coaching career. Does Does Donnell still occasionally get her guns up, or has she did she learn how not to do that uh, we anymore? We both love tech, you know, uh, uh, and we. I'd say we support tech number two. Our yeah. number one supports uh, Baylor, of course. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. tech is uh, a family. I think it's number two for us. We've got yeah. uh, two grandsons out there now on the staff. Oh yeah, uh, at tech with uh, Joy. So we'll we'll be. Uh, Having guns up part of the year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's, it'll be interesting with Baylor and, and Tech play. Last thing I had for you, I love the fact that on this statue that they're going to have in this plaza, it is one of your former players that is the designer, artist, uh, yes. uh, sculptor of that statue, uh, Dan Brooks, um, who played for you. Uh, that that has to be another really unique and, and, and cool aspect about this honor. You know, it, it is a, a, an amazing part of it uh, to have somebody that you knew as a young person that uh, uh, was just trying to become a football player and get an education uh, that's turned out to be uh, honestly uh, one of the fine artists uh, in America today. He does he does so much uh, work uh, with the Indian nation. He's uh, he's uh, got the Indian uh, background in his blood, and uh, so he does, has done a wonderful job in, in that area as well. And it, it's it's just so much a part of the whole thing for me uh, that uh, you know he, he's just uh, his, his name is. Uh, Dan Brooks, and he's just a special guy. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, that's interesting because McMurray obviously used to be known as the Indians. Now the I believe it's the the Warhawks, the McMurray yes, Warhawks. The Warhawks and, but I, yeah, I tell you, I, I tell everybody, I'll always be an Indian. You know, just, <laughs> they can change their name if they want to, but I know I, I'll I know. always be an Indian. Uh, that's right. If you've ever right. been out to my office out here at the house, and I can't remember if you've been out here or not, but my my whole office is by lifetime collection of Indian artifacts. Well, it's a, it, it is a, it's incredible, and uh, I know uh, you've read a lot about uh, the uh, uh, Native Americans over the years, and it's a very uh, that culture. It, it's a it's an amazing thing. And uh, Dan Brooks, I love that story. But uh, Coach, it was fun to get to visit with you. It's such an you honor, bet. such a privilege, and uh, you love bet. your family. Tell everybody hello for me, and then I'll uh, I'll let uh, Coach McGuire know that uh, that we had a good visit earlier today, and uh, it's it's great to uh, great to get to catch up with you. Yes, sir. Well, listen, great to talk to you anytime. Uh, I love listening with you, and you have a great day. All right, there he goes, Coach Grant Taft, the legendary Coach Taft for the uh, for Baylor University being honored at McMurray. Uh, and that, of course, coming up, uh, there'll be a big ceremony coming up April 22nd.
We'll have more on that. All right, next it is Campus Confidential. Recently on Game Time from CBSSports.com, Jayhan Jayaraja. You know, obviously they did lose their head coach, Lincoln Riley. Uh, but it's more than anything else, I mean, they've got lost at so many key positions. They've lost their quarterback, their leading rusher, their leading tacklers. They're replacing a bunch of key guys at a lot of different positions. And then on top of that, they're going to be running a different defensive system, and they don't quite have the personnel to run it at this point. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are 200 $50 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Here Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Xavier made a basket with 3.1 seconds left to beat Texas A&M 73 to 72 for the NIT Championship. 
Pro Bowl Bobby Wagner has signed a five-year, $50 million deal with the L.A. Rams. Dallas Mavericks at Washington tonight. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Mavericks have already locked up a playoff spot. Women's final four tonight. Louisville and South Carolina tip at 6 o'clock. And UConn and Stanford will tip at 8.30. Baylor softball has a weekend series with Oklahoma State starting tonight at 6.30. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. And Baylor baseball also has a home series with ETSU this weekend starting tonight. First pitch at 6.30. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Boy, that's just, for Baylor fans, that's like hearing the voice of God or something. I don't want to be sacrilegious because he's certainly a great Sunday school teacher. He used to be my Sunday school teacher. But to hear Grant Taff, Aaron, 88 years old, I believe I looked that up today, and still sounds like that. I mean, still sounds like, I mean, the voice is just, yeah, yeah. I mean, it just kind of almost like one of those pastors uh, that the voice just never fades out. So uh, great to hear from uh, from Coach Taff and uh, Joey McGuire coming up here in a little bit, and uh, we'll kind of we'll kind of uh, you know touch base. We'll ask about the quarterbacks. We'll see what Joey's up to out in Lubbock. We'll do that here at about five o'clock. But right now we have time for some campus confidential. Aaron, what do you have in store for us today? Well, let's start with some non-sports news. I always like it when Baylor is mentioned uh, kind of in places where you wouldn't expect it. Like, Hmm. uh, who was it? Uh, Jimmy Fallon doing the Baylor coaching staff in auto-tune a few weeks ago. Well, yesterday, Baylor was the answer to a Jeopardy question. Uh, College is 600. On the campus of this Texas university, Joy and Lady live in a special habitat accredited as a zoo. Christian. Uh, what is North Texas? No. <laughs> Jackie. What is Baylor? That is correct. The Baylor Bears. <laughs> I'm glad you had that. The Bear Habitat, uh, Joy and Lady were featured. Uh, as a child, I spent a lot of time there. Also, even when I was a Baylor student, loved to get over there. Could really get my my thoughts together when I was hanging out with those bears over there at the bear habitat. I don't really understand why it's called a zoo, but that's fine. If that helps our standing in the country, I'm okay with it. But uh, first of all, Aaron, it's still weird not to hear the uh, the late, great Trebek's voice. And doing Jeopardy, you're like ready to hear his voice, and then I think that's uh, what show is she on? Like the 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 woman hosting it is, I think was on a show called Blossom or something like that. Yeah, and she was Does also right to you? she was also on The Big Bang Theory. She played Sheldon. Oh wait, is this a different? But as a little girl, did she play Blossom? Is no, that no, do I have the right uh, person? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or okay. Okay, but but Big Bang Theory, yeah, I'm kind of uh, getting my shows mixed up, but I do remember that as well. But uh, it's funny, and and for the guy to guess North Texas, <laughs> just it's too funny. And as you said recently, um, 
the uh, we may have to play that one of these days uh, soon. The <laughs> the, the uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon show for whatever reason they uh, they put it on auto tune and he basically kind of sang or rapped however you would say it the uh, the Baylor assistant coaches <laughs> so it was like Jerome Tang and then it was John Jacobs John Jacobs <laughs> it was pretty funny so uh, always good when the Bears are being recognized across the country and uh that is uh, that's that's fun stuff so uh good to know that the uh, the uh, the bear habitat got a mentioned uh got a mention on jeopardy i'm still aaron i'm still too broken up about uh losing trebek to have gone back to jeopardy i think it may be on during our show anyway but when i was in college uh, let's see who I was living with. Probably Stan Smith, Billy Thomas, and and uh, John Simpson, who lives in Waco and listens to us. Uh, and we would come home and watch Jeopardy, and guess it and play it. Now those guys all watch a, a show called Quantum Leap. They loved the replays. They're already in reruns, I think, of qua- the show Quantum Leap that featured Scott. What's that guy's name? Bacula or something. Uh, I, I did not get into that show as much as they did, but for whatever reason, they loved Quantum Leap, and uh, I, I don't know, maybe uh, I just I didn't really get into that at all. But uh, he also bringing it back to sports, Aaron. Um, Scott Bakula played the quarterback in the movie Necessary Roughness, that included Sinbad. And, and Kathy Ireland that and a lot of those folks. Texas State. <laughs> Before there was a Texas State, there was a Texas State and on the big screen. But they were the armadillos. I think that's, I think that's why it became Texas State is because they kind of liked the way it sounded in, in that movie. And they're just like, why don't we change it to Texas State <laughs> instead of Southwest Texas State? I liked in the movie where they were playing their big rival, which – they never said it, but obviously it was supposed to be the University of Texas. It was, uh, I really like that movie. <laughs> Let me see if I remember the coach involved. Was it James Caan or somebody like that, or do I, I have it mixed up with another sports movie? I know he was a coach in one of the movies, but that could have been somebody we know was the coach in The Replacements. That might have been Gene Hackman, actually. Right, and uh, but, James uh, Caan was in the James- one where it was a college football program. Uh, it was program. more of a – it had Omar Epps in it. It was more of a oh. – trying to be realistic, you know, with players on steroids <laughs> and, their, and their troubles in the classroom and things like that. I thought – I can't think I of the name this of it, up. I thought Con. I thought James Con. No, it's called The Program. The Program. But I it. thought uh, – the one you're talking about. But I, I thought James Con was in Necessary Roughness. The same James Con who was in, in Elf – we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some research at the break, and we'll bring back we'll bring back that. Um, all right, what else do you have today, sir? What was possibly the last NIT championship game at Madison Square Garden was a thriller. Jack Nunge made the go-ahead basket with 3.1 seconds left, and the Musketeers won their first NIT crown. That was the Xavier Musketeers last night, rallying from a as much as a 10-point deficit in the second half for a 73-72 victory over Texas A&M. Colby Jones led led the way with 21 points. It was the final NIT tournament at Madison Square Garden for at least a couple of years, ending the college tradition that dates back to 1938. 
MSG won't host the semifinals and finals in 2023 and 2024. The NIT announced this week saying a bid process has begun to find new sites. The thinking is that Madison Square Garden is going to bid on upcoming NCAA tournament games um, in the game that had 17 lead changes. The Aggies had a chance to win at the end. Tyrese Radford uh, had a... uh, Running three-pointer that just rimmed out at the very end of the game. And Xavier wins the NIT over Texas A&M, 73-72. Well, I watched it, the uh, not the whole game, but I watched the replay of that bucket, uh, the uh, the shot you're talking about. And, it man, it did look like it was going to go in. He pulled up, and that thing came right out of there. But uh, good run by the Aggies, and maybe they can build on this. And I've tried not to make too much fun of it because I I remember how exciting it was when when Scott Drew was trying to kind of get things turned around and going. Uh, Baylor had a couple of really nice NIT runs. One in particular um, that stands out to me that I guess would have been early in – I think that for some reason I remember Lace, Lace Darius Dunn. So before Tweedy and AC and all those guys made it all the way to the Elite Eight, I think they had a long NIT run and may have lost in the championship game. But uh, I know, uh, you know, I again, can you build on it? Sure, sure. I, I think the momentum's probably somewhat helpful, uh, and uh, and that and that's okay. Now, TCU had a great run. Texas had a great run recently in the NIT. And for Texas, they ended up firing that coach. So it didn't really do much for them. The uh, Aaron, I'm sorry if you were about to bring this up, but I'll, I'll just tee you up. Uh, it's, it, it's fascinating to me, the thin margin in college basketball between moving on without a coach and then renewing a coach for a long time and I just, I just thought that uh, announcement today, or whenever it went out, I think it was earlier today, that Jamie Dixon's deal had been extended through like twenty seven, twenty eight. I find it just amazing, because I there was there were times this season where TCU and the, and their fans were so ready to move on from him, and here they are <laughs> extending him to to twenty seven, twenty eight. Well, and they, yeah, I mean they. Uh, won a game in the NCAA tournament, and they should have beat Arizona. A terrible non-call at the end of that game cost them. They should have been at least at the free throw line shooting for the winning free throw. Um, mm-hmm. You were talking about Baylor in the NIT. Runners up in 2009, lost to Penn State, and won in 2013, defeated Iowa. And Pierre Jackson was the MVP of that game. Oh, that was okay. So that first one would have been maybe either Tweedy's freshman year. It might have been Gerald's and all them. But 2013, well, that's interesting. Pierre. I, I, I'm trying to get my eras correct because Tweedy would have been finished by then because Pierre was after Tweedy. But there might have been some crossover with Lace because Lace was at least a year behind Tweedy. But uh, – Anyway, Aaron, we'll work this out. We'll work some of this out off air. Uh, what else do you have, sir, uh, to share with us? Real quickly, the coach in Necessary Roughness was Robert Logia. He had the gravelly voice and uh, 
Chiefs. Uh, an actor I really like, actually. He was the head coach of the fictional Texas State Armadillo in Necessary Ruffin. Okay. And, and so now I have to correct what I – well, wait. See, I get sometimes James Kahn and that Robert, however you say it. I thought it was Logia, but it might be Logia. I, that's fascinating. That's totally who that was. But who was the boss? Who Who was the dad? That was James Kahn that was the dad in Elf. Yes. But the... But the 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 boss in Big was Logia, maybe not yeah, no, James Con. You're right. That that's okay. That's correct on both accounts. That's correct on both accounts. Okay, I, I just sometimes I get Con, but Logia or Logia, uh, I'll say it however you want me to say it. I that's fascinating. Was the coach of the Texas State Armadillos in Necessary Roughness, one of the great sports films. Of all time, I, that may be a little much. Gosh, for guys our age, Aaron, um, Kathy Ireland—that was that was pretty much. That's as they're, the, in the '70s generation, it was Farrah Fawcett and Cheryl Teagues and those folks. But uh, for our age, guys, uh, it was Kathy Ireland and L. McPherson, and I'll just leave it at that. Okay, it's Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Should I bring that up with Joey? Joey. <laughs> I think I'll, I think Joey wants to stay out of that too. Uh, <laughs> Joey McGuire, the head football coach at Texas Tech, joins us next. Baylor Big Twelve softball this weekend on one hundred one point three FM. It's Baylor and Oklahoma State this weekend at Gatterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 7, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Cowgirls. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years. We've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Beginning Wednesday, January 19th, Helmet Aerospace in Waco will be holding a weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Helmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash wacocareers or wacohr at howmet.com. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental. They make work easier. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, we will soon be joined by none other than Joey McGuire, Texas Tech head football coach. And... Uh, yeah, Aaron, we'll just give him a ring if, uh, uh, and I'll, uh, I'll give him a heads up here. Oh, good. <clears throat> I love it, Joey. Uh, all kinds of meetings, all kinds of spring football, uh, going on, and he steps out of the office to, uh, to join us. Uh, Joey, uh, we did have a coaching legend on earlier today, uh, opening up for you. It was the great, uh, it was the great Grant Taff, and uh, as you well know, tremendous Texas Tech ties in that Taff family. So it just felt appropriate to uh, uh, to have Grant, and then to then to follow it up with Joey McGuire there in Lubbock, Texas today. Man, you took a step back. You had Grant Taff, Coach Taff, before me, and he, he is he is as good as there is. I'll tell you, I, I love the man. You know, of course, you know his grandson. Uh, he, well, actually, two of his grandsons work for us. Uh, one's an intern, and then Coach Bookbinder is our linebackers coach. And so, um, you know, he has ties to Texas Tech. And shoot, his uh, his wife was a Texas Tech cheerleader. So um, there's a there's a lot of connections out here with that family and Lubbock and the university. He tells the story of being a coach, a high school coach out there in West Texas, and he trained his binoculars. He's supposed to be out scouting, and he ended up scouting the Texas Tech uh, cheerleaders. In in, uh, but it was <laughs> one obviously that he focused in on, and of course that ended up being the fair Donnell. So uh, that's a pretty awesome story, and uh, uh, that's really cool. Um, the uh, the two grandsons that are that are out there with you right now. One of them, in fact, uh, I believe is coaching uh, the linebackers, a place that uh, a, a position you know a little bit about and have, have coached. Uh, that's a, uh, that's a pretty, that's a pretty unique thing out there. Joey, how is the, uh, how's the, how's spring practice going? I, I, uh, 
you're starting a little early for me. I'm, I'm, I'm almost kind of glad I'm not one of those reporters <laughs> out there because uh, 6 a.m. or 6.30 or whatever time y'all are getting out there uh, is pretty early. You kind of like to you kind of like to get out there and get moving in the morning, don't you? Well, you know, we're kind of split. We got some going in the morning. You know, yesterday we went in the afternoon, practice number five. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going good. You know, the guys, I mean, we, we've got a lot on them. We're trying to put everything in so we have a really good foundation, um, you know, to continue to grow in the summer and, and in fall camp and, and, you know, get as much verbiage in as we can so they have something that's just not a foreign language to them. But, you know, we've got vet quarterbacks. Um, we got a veteran uh, defense, and, and so they are really, really buying in to what we're trying to do. And, and, and for you, uh, this is your first uh, full spring out there. Can you use this, Joey, to put in a lot of the culture? I mean, you're someone who loves physicality, that kind of thing. Uh, how how big is the spring for that? I mean, these days, some coaches believe in maybe padding it up and a little more physical. Some don't want to do quite as much as that. I, I would uh, guess that you err on the, the side of, uh, of, of the physicality. <laughs> you you kind of like to pop them uh, a little bit. Is that, uh, is that accurate? Well, yeah, I do. You know, we uh, what we try to do, of course. You know, it's it's not the entire practice, but you know, we've named different periods. Like we'll have a brand period, you know, and that'll be our nine on seven run period to where we know it's going to be physical. You know, if we ended practice with a plan to win, you know, of like how we're going to win the game, and so it was a lot of situation stuff, and the kids, you know, they know this is what we're going into, so it's just not a regular part of practice um that we're we're focusing on certain things when it comes to situational football uh but you know i was raised by robert woods who you know was a defensive coordinator at, at uh plano and then he won a state championship being as his head coach at wilmer hutchins and judy coordinated the offense and defense but he's defensive minded and you know and then i had matt rule who you know was defensive minded and and was able to turn that program and then coach aranda who's you know, defensive mind. So all the guys that I've really kind of been raised to where I was, you know, actually coaching on the grass with those guys, they're all defensive guys. And so I think it, when you're a defensive guy, it lends that away to where you're going to be a little bit more physical during spring. All right, and, I, and I'm glad you brought all that that up because Coach Deruder comes in there. I mean, when you uh, – and, and we're obviously very familiar with him – how do you? Uh, how does sort of what you just talked about? Uh, do, did y'all? Did you even feel before you hired him that that y'all just had tremendous alignment um, in in sort of because he obviously has his own way for years of doing things. How do you? You know, how have you seen that kind of evolve? And then now that you're kind of out there in practice, seeing it in person, are you guys kind of in lockstep? What is that? Uh, what has that been like? Well, you know, I knew Coach Schroeder. He recruited uh, Cedar Hill whenever he was at A&M. And, you know, mm-hmm. and he'd come through whenever he get, whenever he's a head coach to where he could get out on the road. And, you know, would talk defense and always just loved his demeanor. Um, and, and then just studying him, uh, it, there's a lot of uh, things that are alike um, whenever it comes to uh, his defense and Ron Roberts' defense. There's a lot of calls that are similar. Of course, the words are different, but the way they call stuff is similar. So it was one of the deals of 
of being in Coach Roberts' defense the last two years, it was I knew it would be an easy defense for me to pick up and, you know, be able to be a head coach and not, like, also have to just totally consume myself on having to learn a whole different – you know, it's like learning a different language whenever you're learning something that's totally mm-hmm. different. So there was some similarities. You know, James Lockhart's with us, and James will come in and say, hey, this is what we called it with – uh, Coach Snow, hey, this is what we called it with Coach Roberts, and so I can pick it up a lot faster and still do all the head coaching duties and and understand, hey, this is what we're doing, and so it's easier, it's an easier deal. And then, you know, as a head coach, you got to balance yourself on both sides of the ball. So I get to, you know, probably spend a little bit more time of of uh, seeing and watching and learning the, the offensive side with what we're doing because the the defense is similar. And then, man, I just love his demeanor. And he's just he's just got such a great demeanor. He's he's very even keel, um, you know. Uh, he, he's kind of got a personality a little bit like Coach Aranda, where it's you know he's he's a, a very he thinks through a lot of stuff and and then he's been a head coach and that helped me, mm-hmm. um, you know, to where I can bounce a lot of stuff off of him. I mean, I go in a long time and you know, hey, you put your head coach hat on. Let's talk about this and and that's huge to have um on your staff you know and so that, that he's a perfect fit yeah and you have the personality you know some people might feel threatened by a former head coach and that's not you're not wired like that so it works out nicely joy mcguire joining the matt mosley show espn central texas coach kitley i mean it's a fascinating young guy uh has has been a you know, air raid. I mean, obviously, some of this is going to fit in perfectly out there in Lubbock. It's what folks are used to. It's kind of what they they want to see. But and I was talking to some of my tech friends. I mean, it seems like y'all have uh, gotten uh, some really talented tight ends there. So, uh, it, it, how much of it, you know, and uh, there's a way of running the air raid with those inside receivers. You kind of know how to do that. How do you? How much does it change up when you have some of these talented tight ends? Uh, because obviously, and, and I'm even thinking back to the old tech days, like uh, Amaro comes to mind. I mean, that guy was such a great tight end. How do you? How do you think you can kind of balance some of that? Well, you know, uh, the good thing is they're really good athletes, so it's it's one of the deals where you can be in ten personnel, air raid type concepts and be in or not 10 personnel 10 personnel type looks open looks but you're in 11 and 12 personnel because they're talented enough it's some of the stuff that you know iowa state's been able to do with their tight ends that stress so many people because they can get in the open sets because those guys are such good athletes and then of course you know it helps in the run game you know and and uh so our guys it, it's been good and you know whenever we met and i hired Zach, that was one thing that was intriguing to him. You know, he goes, I, you know, I have an opportunity to have some really good tight ends in this offense and do some different things that I couldn't do, you know, in the past because I didn't have those guys. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch. I have nightmares about those Iowa State tight ends. 88, number 11, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. Kohler, I think, was one of them. I mean, will they ever graduate? Doesn't it seem like those tight ends have been there for about seven years? Uh, and, um, and you're right, though. It, that is they, That makes life so difficult when you have those big dudes that can that also have a little speed, you know, great hands. It's just uh, – 
I, 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 I kind of think about it being like a quarterback's best friend type deal. Uh, by the way, speaking of quarterback, how? I mean, I'm sure you're already out there. Okay, coach, what you what do you got at quarterback? Um, what What's the quarterback room? looking like and and how are you kind of feeling about things is there already it's it's one of those things you get spring ball and you can immediately see okay is this guy taking the leadership is this guy the most vocal what's your what's your quarterback uh, quarterback group looking like well you know that's really the one of the uh best competitions going on because we have three guys that have all played college football um you know if if two of the three have have got a lot of game experience, you know, with Tyler Shuck and, 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 and Donovan Smith. And then you got, you add in Baron Morton. And so they're very similar because they're dual threat type guys. Um, they all, uh, that helps because now you're not having to modify what you're doing with each one of them in the game. Um, I, th- I think it's one of the healthiest rooms in the nation when you're talking about um, the, the, athletic ability to have the arm strength they have so it's been fun you know you always want to name a quarterback if you can out of spring Mm -hmm. um and we'll see they're all getting the same amount of reps and you know every day they're doing great things and the, the best thing about those guys is they're very similar and so you're not having to do anything play calling wise to to help a guy that can't move they can all extend plays with their feet and then uh, they feed off, feed off of each other. You know, they, they love to see one guy have success, and then they go in there and they compete to, to beat that success that the last guy had. So it is a fun group to have. We're in a good spot whenever it comes to quarterback. Barron just seems like the right name for a West Texas, Texas Tech quarterback. There's yeah. just there's something about it. And, you know, I – it feels like he's been with y'all for a long time. Uh, and part of it's because he was such a big recruit for Tech. So I feel like he's been around longer than he actually has. So right. uh, I, I, it's it's uh, I, guys like that generally show up and already have a lot of pressure on them. But but you know he he didn't he hadn't gotten thrown in too much. So that's going to be exciting. Is it a true you know three horse? race would you i mean is that is that a fair are you just kind of going to let this thing play out a little bit or does does uh the shuck with with maybe the more experience maybe have a little bit of a leg up well you know i think when you look at it it's a it's a race because they're all learning like it's one of the deals that all three of these guys are learning a brand new offense the very first time like it's not like mm. well, hey you know this guy transferred in and he knew this style of offense and all that stuff. It's not. Like, everybody, the first install, every one of them heard it for the very first time. And so, um, you know, that's been good. I mean, you know, between the, the, the two older guys as far as, you know, Barron and, and Donovan are really the same age, but but uh, Donovan, um, you know, didn't redshirt. And so it's one of those deals of uh, – from the standpoint of those two guys, they have more game experience. Um, but, you know, whenever you're learning something for the first time, it's going to be the guy that can win it out and lead this team and help us win football games. Talking to Joey McGuire, coach at Texas Tech. You had your pro day the other day and, and uh, some some really talented guys. One of those linebackers uh, started – I started thinking about him because he'd made some plays – against Baylor. I did want to take you back to your Baylor days a little bit because you had a, a great hand in working with uh, Petrie, Bernard, 
those guys, and I know think a lot of them. Um, how fun is it to see not only your guys at, at Tech, but some of your former players that you were so close to having the kind of uh, coverage, the kind of success they're having, the combine. I mean, my gosh, uh, Boogie and, and Taekwon, you know, put up huge numbers. And then Petrie had a great uh, had a great pro day. I mean, he he go he to to me is one of the most important Baylor players in a long time for a lot of reasons. Uh, one of you know is is obviously he stuck around when a lot of things were, were going the, the other direction. How, how much does a guy like that sort of mean to you, uh, having spent time with him and been around him? You know, it's incredible. I was really excited for those guys because when you talk about Terrell and, and Petrie, um, that's Garrett's class. That's my son's class. You know, whenever I got hired mm. in December, the only guy that we had committed was uh, Jalen Petrie because he was from the old staff and stuck with it. And to see him grow and, and uh, you know, he's a football junkie, so it didn't surprise me as far as the way he, he could play because he spent so much time in the building watching film and, and, you know, really developing into a football player. But seeing those guys, I mean, I was a part. Of course, Jalen was already there, but Terrell, I was a part of recruiting him. Ebner, uh, Abe Smith, I still remember talking to him, um, you know, on the phone. He was getting ready to go to – uh, another school he was a mid-year and we were able to get him you know him and rj sneed and charlie brewer they the day they moved in to uh their dorms was the first time they had met matt rule and so um those guys it really excites me to see what what abe was able to do and Jalen. and then you turn around and and uh i mean i'm sure everybody remembers but the 2018 class was the, that that class was the fastest recruited class in the nation the entire nation that was the fastest class so boogie came in you know he ran a 10 flat in high school and and you know the first mock compound he did he was a you know a four two nine or a four three two you know i mean thornton was a 46 <laughs> in high school and coming in one at running 4.3 so whenever you recruit speed like that um and and with me, what's great is I can use those guys to help us recruit Texas Tech because I was a part of recruiting those guys and were are able to, you know, um, say, hey, this is what we're recruiting. This is who it is. Look what they did here at the Combine. You know, we were a part of that. And so it, it helps us, too. Don't think we're not using that uh, to help recruit out here in West Texas, too. Yeah, uh, uh, talking to Joey McGuire, head coach at Texas Tech. He's in the middle of uh, his own pro day and spring ball, and everything's going on. Uh, I, I got to say, you know that what an amazing season it was for Texas Tech uh, basketball after uh, the Chris Beard leaving. Um, you were at that game. In fact, uh, uh, you and Rick Flair <laughs> were both. No I mean, what an amazing scene that was. But I, I'm just sort of curious: is that Mark Adams is he is he just the he just seems like the best dude and uh and, and very obviously unassuming but isn't that cool to see a guy that kind of bounces around been a, been a great coach for many many years but not many folks really you know unless you really know the game know Mark Adams and then suddenly the guy does a, just a tremendous job this year is that sort of uh inspiring to you as you get your head coaching career going well, he's, he's incredible. Um, you know, he's, I've been to practice uh, and watched him coach. I've, uh, 
you know, sit down with him and talk, you know, about recruiting uh, West Texas and recruiting Lubbock. He let me sit in on film sessions to where he, with his team, um, you know, and, and, uh, and already, you know, been here a short time, but I've learned so much from him. And then to me, the story is just incredible, you know, as far as what he was able to do and, and the pressure that he was under. I mean, you know, I can't imagine the pressure that he was under in that Texas game here in Lubbock. Um, and, and so to see the way he responded in the class that he did it with and then the way our players played for him, um, and then when you listen to him in the interview, and it just tells you what kind of person he is and what kind of coach he is. He really cares about his players. So, I mean, he's really already helped me a ton, um, you know, to, to understand this place even more out here and, and the way you can – and do things, and so really excited. He's been a he's been a really good friend to me so far. All right, and by the way, the uh, uh, the offensive line is going to be interesting out there at uh, Tech. With uh, uh, you're kind of looking at the, got some folks coming in through the portal. I believe you know Baylor certainly had huge success this past season with uh, some players coming in from the portal. Is that going to give you guys a, a pretty big shot in the arm? Some of the some of the influx of talent there. Well, you know, it's one thing we we graduated like you know both our running backs are back. Um, and, and the quarterbacks, and we have good young receivers, but the, the big hit graduation-wise um, was in the O-line. And so we tried to address that with, uh, you know, some guys that we identified that could be really good for us through um, the portal. And, and uh, being able to add in the defensive lineman last week was huge. And so, you know, just trying to – I mean, you look – uh, you, you look at uh, uh, how it looked and whenever we were there and we recruited T.J. Franklin and Gabe Hall and you were able to get uh, Connor Galvin and, and, and uh, Khalil Keith and, you know, just big mm-hmm. athletic human beings. I mean, that's what you have to do to, to be able to play at this level. And so that's what we're really working on. And, you know, I believe just like my two guys that I work for at Baylor, I mean, you beat people up front. Uh, you know, it's, it's one in the trenches. And so I think you saw that. Um, this year and the, the way that uh, we were, we're, Baylor was able to play. And I think you're going to see that with us as time goes on of how we're able to play up front on both sides of the ball. Well, Joey, it was uh, fun catching up with you. I noted yes, something sir. about getting your head your head coaching career started. You got that started a long time ago. You had a pretty <laughs> you, you all you did was uh, become part of the uh, high school state hall of fame. But that was one of the things Grant said about you was, uh, you know, your participation and your love of high school coaches. It's going to serve you incredibly well. It already has. Uh, uh, you being having been one, and uh, and Grant was very uh, complimentary in that area but uh great catching up with you and uh look forward to kind of seeing uh and i I hope that you'll come to this show to break the news when you do choose a quarterback i'd like you to do it right (laughs) here joey okay i got got you man i got you (laughs) all right thank you joey appreciate it thank you brother appreciate you there he goes yeah joey mcguire the uh, head coach out there at texas tech out in Lubbock, doing his thing, and uh, boy, fun day today to have uh, Coach Taff on, who has those great uh, uh, Texas Tech ties, and then go out to Lubbock and speak with uh, Joey. Joey's doing a nice job there. We uh, we loved what he did in Waco and, and uh, have followed his career for a long time. All right, we've got uh, lots to catch you up on, including 
a, a, very, a fascinating NFL story that we have not really talked about yet. We'll do that next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear this evening with increasing clouds overnight. There's just a weak front that moves through. Could see a few sprinkles, nothing major. Low temperatures fall to 53 degrees and then a beautiful weekend. Mostly sunny on Saturday, 81 and mostly sunny, even warmer on Sunday and 86. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a big weekend in Baylor Athletics includes the Baylor Invitational at Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. We'll give you a preview and look at the entire weekend straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. The Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. A busy weekend here in the spring in Baylor Athletics. Baylor men's tennis in action tonight in Austin. Back home Sunday at 1, hosting the TCU Horn Frogs. 1 p.m. at the Herd Tennis Center on Sunday for the gold out. It's a matchup of number three versus number four in the nation on Sunday. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling in action tomorrow, 5 o'clock in the Farrell Center, hosting Hawaii Pacific. Softball with a big home series this weekend against 6th-ranked Oklahoma State. Games tonight at 6.30, tomorrow at 7, and Sunday at 1. While Baylor baseball steps out of conference play, they'll host East Tennessee State, a three-game series that begins tonight at 6.30, continues tomorrow at 3, and concludes Sunday at 1. The Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium will be buzzing this weekend as Baylor hosts the Baylor Invitational. The hammer throw will be contested tonight. Then the remainder of the schedule tomorrow beginning at 10 a.m. Here's Track and Field Head Coach Michael Ford. 
Well, I think the big focus for us is just trying to keep improving each week. Um, a lot of, uh, of course, when you go to the big invite meets like Texas Relays, a lot of your um, student athletes don't get to run in it because they have a small number of athletes. So get to see a lot of our um, a lot of our student athletes get to compete at home um, in front of some fans and, and some family members. But I think the biggest thing is just trying to make improvement. Um, some of our, some of our, I would say some of our top kids are probably going to be doing different events than, than their normal events. Um, and so we're just kind of working on that right now, um, to see what events they're going to do. Um, but I think our biggest emphasis is still like steady making improvements for the conference meet, um, to get prepared for that and, and, and trying to get our relays, get a little bit more depth on our relays too. Um, I think just really seeing a lot more kids run. Track and field head coach Michael Ford on the Baylor Invitational this weekend at Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium on the banks of the Brazos. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris. It's the Baylor Coaches Show with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. The Baylor Coaches Show moves to Wednesday, April 13th, live from Rudy's. Come join us then and hear from women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and women's golf coach Jay Goble. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's in Waco, here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16-1182-22462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lights with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Xavier made a basket with 3.1 seconds left to beat Texas A&M 73-72 for the NIT Championship. Pro Bowl Bobby Wagner has signed a five-year $50 million deal with the L.A. Rams. Dallas Mavericks at Washington tonight. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Mavericks have already locked up a playoff spot. Women's final four tonight, Louisville and South Carolina tip at 6 o'clock, and UConn and Stanford will tip at 8.30. Baylor softball has a weekend series with Oklahoma State starting tonight at 6.30. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. 
And Baylor baseball also has a home series with ETSU this weekend, starting tonight, first pitch at 6.30, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, coming to you live from Kaufman, Texas, my hometown, where tonight we're uh, celebrating 75 years of uh, Little League baseball in Kaufman. The Lions Club has uh, been kind of uh, basically running that, concessions, everything that goes into it for all these years, and my father was a... uh, big part of the uh, Lions Club, still is, and so uh, we've all, we're going to gather tonight and have a nice banquet, and I'm supposed to uh, say a few words, and so we'll uh, we'll just have a good time and visit. In fact, I'm going to reunite with uh, the guy that when I kind of started out in the radio business speak, I don't know how much of a business it was, I don't recall getting paid, uh, I was ninth grade um, and uh, in high school. And I was doing games with a guy named Trace Borders, who was at TCU uh, at the time. And he was in broadcasting school. And so he would do play-by-play. And I did uh, I did the color. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I look back on it, Eric, and think, what poor Trace, you know, to be, to be saddled with a with a, whatever I would have been, 14 or 15-year-old, I guess 14, uh, but he was great. We had a fun time. And then our uh, uh, our great friend Jerry Bowes was the one who kind of turned it over to me. He stepped aside and said, hey, Matt, why don't you try to do this? And uh, Jerry was great at it and could break down anything. But uh, he was uh, cool enough to see a young guy that, that uh, he knew was kind of excited about what he was doing. And so he just said, hey, Matt, why don't you take this over? And uh, and we uh, it was kind of fun. And that, would, that was the uh, – and I um, – Aaron, I, I remember um, one of my first lessons in what it's like to talk about uh, players. Those, those broadcasts would um, – they would we would do the game and then tape it and then they would run it the next morning at like 9 a.m. on this radio station out of Terrell, Texas. And I remember like the next Monday, uh, perhaps uh, I, I think it was the quarterback, Clint Conway, I believe was his name, uh, came up to my locker and perhaps wanted to. Uh, maybe had listened to some of my work and and um, and maybe thought I had explained some things and he actually did it in a very gracious way. But I think that was my first lesson, Aaron, in realizing that um, you know people actually listen sometimes and you got to kind of watch what you say. Now that doesn't mean I've spent a career always watching what I say. <laughs> in fact, sometimes I I do the very opposite, but that was a uh, an early lesson and uh, one I had uh, uh, the uh, the pleasure of, of of having right here in Kaufman, Texas, uh, my hometown. So that'll be fun. We're going to be at the new Civic Center, and uh, Aaron, I think that used to be Gibson's. Did y'all have any Gibson's in Waco, Aaron? Do you remember the uh, we had a Ben we Franklin, did. we had a Gibson's. Oh, you did have Gibson's. Okay. Yes. Uh, I bet you had access to Eckerd's as well. There was an Eckerd's uh, right remember, around remember the, the Eck- block from from my uh, 
from the house I grew up in. So, yes, I went there many, many times. <laughs> Eckerd's, we had, uh, for a long time, we had uh, uh, Cooley's Grocery Store, and then the competitor moved in. Brookshire's came to town, and uh, so that was interesting. Uh, and uh, the uh, it was a big, we had not really, we didn't really know about like delis or like things where you could actually get some things to go and eat it immediately, like potato boats or whatever it was, or fries, and it was, uh, that was a, that was a big thing, but, uh, but we were, we had very close ties to the Cooley family, so we were, uh, we tried to limit our stops to Brookshire's until Cooley's, uh, uh, closed, and then we were, we were free to go about our business and, and head over to Brookshire's. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, and, uh, we have, uh, we're going to take you to uh, 6 o'clock this evening, doing the show today from my uh, father's old uh, uh, office building here on the square in Kaufman, and it's a uh, law office and several other people, all kinds of offices now here, but uh, been the long-time law office, and so I grew up hanging out here, so it's been fun doing the show uh, today from uh, from here in Kaufman. Aaron, the the NFL news has been so interesting. Now, you've got to watch it because today is uh, April Fool's Day. And so there were all sorts of sort of April Fool's jokes going around earlier today. So it was hard to know what was real and what wasn't. I think there was a, a Cleveland tight end. What is his name? Joku or something like that. And he was issuing some jokes that even some of the top information people kind of bit on. The the one that wasn't an April Fool's joke that happened a couple of days ago that we didn't get to visit about was Bruce Arians stepping down. I mean, this is an interesting time to do it after the whole coaching cycle has come and gone. But fascinating, Aaron, to learn that Bruce Arians has been such a proponent and, and promoter of, of hiring minority coaches. It's a time when, uh, uh, when, when that's become such a big topic, and, and certainly with uh, the threatened uh, lawsuit, or I think it was actually filed by Brian Flores against the Miami Dolphins, it's fascinating to find a head coach, Bruce Arians, the coach of the, of the Buccaneers, who has just kind of been doing this, and he was very excited to turn the head coaching uh, gig in Tampa Bay. He's 69 years old, and he's going to turn it over to Todd Bowles. And uh, Todd Bowles, who had a run in the Jets, known as a great defensive coordinator, didn't have the greatest head coaching run. Uh, Aaron, as a, uh, as a young uh, enterprising writer at the Dallas Morning News, uh, I covered – the Cowboys with Bill Parcells and none other than Todd Bowles was the secondary coach. And there was a little bit of a, of a thing already going on back then. This would have been about 2003 or four because, uh, Mike Zimmer, who was the defense coordinator for the Cowboys, you know, Bowles and Zimmer had some different ideas on things. And I don't think they were always on the same page. And on top of that, of course, Bill Parcells, the head coach, loved conflict. So it's not like he was trying to sing Kumbaya and get those guys to, to hang out and get past it. He almost promoted conflict in his locker room and in his coaching staff. So got to see some of that up close. And uh, Aaron, over the years, uh, the guys from that staff 
a ton, a lot of them became head coaches. Anthony Lynn became the head coach, obviously with the uh, uh, with the Chargers, and Mike Zimmer became a head coach for the Dolphins. Mike McIntyre was a secondary coach at one point. He became the head coach at Colorado, and uh, I'm trying to think where McIntyre is now, but he's he's been around, and and so uh, I, almost everybody on that staff. Tony Sperano, uh, who became a great friend, sadly we lost Tony a few years ago, was the offensive coordinator. And uh, he, he, so Sean Payton got that New Orleans Saints job, Aaron, and he tried to take uh, Tony with him. And Tony was going to get a big bump in pay, and Tony was going to be the offensive coordinator with New Orleans. He was the O-line coach for the Cowboys. And Parcells wouldn't let him go, wouldn't let him out of it. And at that point, the, the only rule was you, you had to let somebody go if they had a head coaching opportunity. If they had a coordinator opportunity, the rule had changed. You did not have to let them go. And, and Bill blocked his move. And I mean, Sperano was irate. Uh, and uh, interestingly enough, then a couple of years later, Bill ends up leaving or retiring because he always ended up retiring. But he, he came back as the executive, uh, you know, the, the director of football ops or whatever, not football ops, but the huge executive for the Dolphins. And he hired Sperano to be his head coach uh, with, the, uh, with the Miami Dolphins. And uh, so it's just interesting how these things happen over the years. I would say that some people sort of immediately thought – that Tom Brady orchestrated all this. He wanted to come back, but maybe he was tired of Arians and was ready for him to go out. Now, at least publicly, he said great things about uh, Arians. They obviously won a Super Bowl together. So there were some really good times. It just seems like the timing on it is strange. And uh, it was interesting how they broke the story. It was two different guys from two different organizations. The L.A. Times, Sam Farmer, uh, known Sam forever, and then Peter King, from uh, used to be at Sports Illustrated, now at NBC Sports, and they broke it together, Aaron, even though they are from you know somewhat competing organizations. You don't normally see that. Um, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty surprising, and shocking when you see something like that happen. But now um, Todd Bowles takes over the Buccaneers. I. The only thing I would say that I would point out is it's pretty weird. It's almost kind of like when when those coaches get a recruiting class and then either get fired or or decide to leave and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it think about the free agents, and again, a lot of that's about money. So it's not all about oh, who's the head coach. But still, when you're thinking about an organization where you want to be, for instance, if you're like a big time offensive player and you're like, well, I'd like. I'd like to go play for an offensive-minded guy like Bruce Arians. I think he'll use me in the appropriate way. Uh, and then you somehow end up uh, it, with a defensive head coach. That's got to be, uh, Aaron, kind of a, uh, I would say, kind of a weird thing to, to process. I, I thought, again, it's, it makes some sense, and I do know he wanted to turn it over to Todd Bowles, but to up and retire um, in, in – you know, late March, early April, after everything's kind of gone on. I mean, it's uh, it's it's very interesting. Aaron, are you buying any of these conspiracy theories, thinking 
that perhaps Brady orchestrated some of this. I, I can buy that. He strikes me as the type that would do something like that. Um, and I don't mean that in a nefarious way, in a nefarious way, although it actually would kind of be. But um, he's been in the league so long, and uh, I can see him kind of uh, going behind Arians back if he was tired of him and telling management, hey, uh, I can unretire if you can get rid of this guy. Yeah. I mean, there's also stuff floating around. I think I brought that up the other day. I know we need to get to the dismount, but I, Aaron, the uh, – the Dolphins are just set up beautifully right now. I thought that was hilarious that on the way out, uh, Bruce Arians said something like, "I had, you know, that he had really wanted to try to win with Blaine Gabbert and and prove that Blaine Gabbert was a pretty good player, <laughs> even though everybody nobody thought so." <laughs> I mean, I, I, do do you know any coach? In the, in the history of the NFL that could have figured out how to win with Blaine Gabbert as the starter? I no. mean, that, that would take a pretty heroic effort. You better have a defense like the 86 Bears or uh-huh. something like that because it's not going to be because the, your offense is tops in the league. Yeah, yeah, say like the uh, – like the Ravens that year. Yes, absolutely. When they had Trent Dilfer as the as the quarterback, is circa two thousand or something like that. Um, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, coming to you live from Kaufman County, Texas. Uh, as we get ready to wrap up the show, we've got a couple of things we wanted to bring up. Been a really fun show. Uh, we'll uh, do all that in the dismount next. Coach Rod and the Bears back at Baylor Ballpark. And here on ESPN Central Texas. It's a non-conference weekend this weekend at Baylor Ballpark for Coach Rod and the Bears hosting East Tennessee State. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at 1 for Baylor Bear Baseball. The home of Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Xavier made a basket with 3.1 seconds left to beat Texas A&M 73-72 for the NIT Championship. Pro Bowl Bobby Wagner has signed a five-year $50 million deal with the L.A. Rams. Dallas Mavericks at Washington tonight. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Mavericks have already locked up a playoff spot. Women's final four tonight. Louisville and South Carolina tip at 6 o'clock. And UConn and Stanford will tip at 8.30. Baylor softball has a weekend series with Oklahoma State starting tonight at 6.30. You can hear that game on 101.3 FM. And Baylor baseball also has a home series with ETSU this weekend starting tonight. First pitch at 6.30. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's been a fun day, and uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always, we're doing our thing. We're getting ready for the final four, uh, and Aaron, as we say good night, um, it's going to be, I believe that Saturday game, the first game, the the uh, Kansas game, is going to be at 5:07, and I think the second game, will, of course, be Duke North Carolina. Um, it's shocking that it's taken until now for this you know matchup to happen somebody was talking about it recently there was a chance it was almost going to happen at one point but um for for two such storied rivals and you can make some arguments uh there's a hatred between the fan bases of kentucky and louisville i mean texas and texas a&m just don't care about basketball enough even before um a&M left for that to do anything. Uh, there's some fun rivalries out there. I thought Baylor and A&M had actually become a a really fun rivalry before a uh, basketball rivalry before A&M left. But nothing comes close to Duke in North Carolina, and for it to happen on the biggest stage with what's going on with Coach K a year after uh, 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 you know Roy Williams stepped away, you know who I think. Aaron kind of looks good in all this. And again, I, I've got nothing. And Coach K's been unbelievable. I mean, this is his 13th Final Four. That's insane. 
uh, I, I I put that up there. You know what Ariema has done at UConn, the UConn women is that's you know will never be matched. But what Coach K has done is incredible. It's just funny because this has been like a year long goodbye that never ends, and Roy Williams just pulled the ripcord, just said, "Hey, I'm guys, I'm out. Uh, y'all have fun. I gotta go. I gotta go now." And uh, and they of course named uh, Hubert Davis there, but I I, I thought uh, I, I and Roy's been at the games. Hubert Davis was struggling earlier this season, and uh, I, I just think it was uh, kind of amazing to watch it all uh, play out. And then of course, sadly, he beat Baylor. I can tell you where I am right now. I'm caught in between. Part of me wants for the Big Twelve, even though I love making fun of Bill Self. Part of me wants Kansas to go ahead and win it all, but part of me wants the team that knocked out our Bears, and I think that I don't. I, again, I don't know if it makes me feel better or worse because I think sometimes Baylor people are probably like, "Well, that could have been us. We would have still been alive, and we would have been playing Duke in the Final Four. Now that's a lot. Those you got to take some leaps there. And, and UNC had to, uh, you know, they had they had to get some tough wins, um, but uh, but boy, this is going to be a, a, quite a matchup. Um, I think if you're if I were a betting person, I would I would pick Duke over North Carolina. Um, now look at the line, look closely at the line, and I would take Kansas over Villanova. And again, get the best line you can before you start getting into that world but uh but but those that's the way i see that going so i don't have those lines in front of me we got to say good night uh everybody have a great weekend we'll talk to you monday at four o'clock good night everybody this is the spectrum big 12 shoot around a daily look inside big 12 conference basketball now here's the voice of the bears Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on the Friday Spectrum Big 12 shoot-around. Coming up, less than 24 hours away now from Kansas, tipping it off against...